Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is July, I mean, uh, excuse me, June 21st, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, first and foremost, the coronavirus rant um, at the time of this recording, uh, 2.3 million cases, 121,000 deaths, 715,000 recovered. Uh, worldwide, they finally posted the worldwide numbers up here. Worldwide, uh, confirmed cases, 8.75 million, uh, deaths, 463,000, recovered, 4.33 million. Um, went to Walmart yesterday. Um, virtually nobody was wearing a mask. It, it was probably me and maybe 10 other people in the whole from just from where I walked in the store. I didn't walk the whole store. So maybe there was other people wearing masks, but the majority of the people in the store were not wearing masks. I think, um, I went by a church and it was just like a, I mean, it was like, I mean, it was like at least a couple hundred people jam-packed, waiting, jam-packed in the church and a line waiting to go in. So I don't know. I think people are just like, whatever. If I get it, I get it. Um, I'm not going to be that irresponsible. Um, But, you know, pretty much. The social distancing and all that stuff That's pretty much how I've been living Like my whole life So there's nothing out of the ordinary for me And just You know hand sanitizer being clean Taking care of your immune system um, Drinking You know vitamin C And all that Been doing that So um, I guess that's why it hasn't uh, Touched me And I'm, I thank God for that Um just um i don't know man i'm not an expert i can just tell you just try to come up with your own game plan as best you can and go from there um dl hewley one of my favorite comedians uh passed out on stage yesterday for um he tested positive for covid 19 so this thing i mean it's real and, and you know at least that's what everybody's saying it's real so um i don't know man we we gotta um we gotta take this thing seriously uh uh president trump had his rally rally Yesterday, it wasn't jam-packed like he thought it was going to be, but still, there was nobody wearing masks. I mean, you know, it's just very irresponsible of the president to put those people in danger like that. It's very irresponsible of the people to put themselves in danger like that. And, um, you know, just not good. Um. 
I'm I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm not an independent. I'm just I'm just gonna vote for the best candidate. Cause um, you know, like I've said before, being a Republican or a Democrat is basically choosing how you wanna die, slow or fast. <laughs> that's that's pretty much how I see it. Um you know, when Obama was running for president, I didn't vote for him because he was black. I voted for him because he was the best candidate. And that's how I always vote. Um, so we need a president. Basically, what I'm saying is that we need a president in there that can handle these type of issues going forward. And I don't think President Trump has done a good job at handling handling um this issue thus far um so i don't have anything against the man he just he has sucked at this job i mean it is what it is um so you know i mean this this covid-19 is 10 times worse a hundred times worse than nine eleven, and that up until this happened was the 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 deadliest tragedy on American soil. So um, you can't blame anybody but yourself. You disbanded the the uh, infectious disease team or whatever it was called, pandemic team that. Uh, Obama put together I mean you, everything Obama did in his eight years you've dismantled just out of spite so you know this is on you Trump you gotta wear this one so we'll see what happens down the road um moving on to racism um racism you know in a in a weird way to for me I can respect uh, a outward racist like the KKK and people with Confederate flags, I respect them a little because they are true to themselves. They don't try to hide who they are. They're going to let you know I don't like black people because of the color of their skin. And they're they're you know, you, you, you know where they're coming from. You see them coming. But when you go to the bank and you apply for a loan. And the person that's applying for the loan sees that you're black and they hate black people. There you go. So, I mean, the 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 um clothes, the in the closet races is really more deadly than the the you know, the outward races. Because the, the the closet racist can do way more damage to people than the outward racist. I mean, they they might beat you up or whatever, kill you, but that closet racist can do generational damage. So, um, you know, uh, black people have been fighting for equality and acceptance um it's never gonna happen and um you just have to come to that realization that it's never going to happen 
Okay, so the best that you can hope for is to look internally and improve as a people. Treat each other better. Don't kill each other. Don't sell drugs to each other. Don't victimize each other. And, uh, you know, we can, we can, we, we can build our own towns. We can build our own cities. Um, so, I mean, that's just how I look at it. Maybe, maybe that's just wishful thinking, but I, I, I hope one day we could get to that point. I really do. I really hope one day we can get to that point. Um, you know, I work with a guy at my job that black guy that is like really cutthroat. Like um, white people do things at the job that they're not supposed to do. He doesn't even pay them any attention. But all the while you're sneaking around, sneaking up on the on black people. Trying to get them out the door. I mean, it's it's just crazy. So, you know, this this is how this is how black people have been um, hypnotized to treat other black people. Now, you know, I got enough stuff on the dude to get him out the door tomorrow, but is it worth it? No, I'll let him do himself in. You know, um, and that's just how I look at it. I, I, you know, I don't come after people unless I have to, not really physically, but just, you know, through the job. And it's crazy that that black people do that to each other. But when somebody's attacking you, you got to do something. And again, not physically. Um just you know within the um parameters of the job you know black people should be trying to help each other and uplift each other but you just cut through so it is what it is um you know racism a, a arm to racism is favoritism when when you know back in the day when the the slave master would show favor to a certain you know slave you know they would act like that they were above the other slaves and it's a term for that but I don't I try not to cuss or use derogatory language on my podcast but you know what I'm saying and um you know that mentality hasn't changed in 400 years you still got black people today that act like that so we just have to change the way we think and we have to change the way we treat each other um i doubt if it'll ever happen but you can always hope uh, so moving on to the to the third leg of the first segment police brutality um some police chief in oklahoma said that we are attacking less black people. I, I can't, I, I don't have the exact phrasing, but basically paraphrasing, man was saying that we should be attacking more black people. We're attacking less black people than we usually do. Basically, 
what he was saying. So, <laughs> hey man, you know, like I've said on many a podcast, racism is just as a uh, a part of the fabric of this country as anything. Um, I've never cel- celebrated the Emancipation Proclamation Day, Juneteenth. Because freedom is my God-given right. And freedom was the God-given right of my ancestors. And it was taken away from them. And I'm not going to celebrate you giving it back. Because it should have never been taken in the first place. But black people, uh, they'll celebrate anything. You know, you, you they'll celebrate anything, man. Like Thanksgiving is like and Black Friday are like I mean you what I do internally is remember the Native Americans who died um at the hands of white people. I remember I remember I reflect and remember the the slaves that were killed on that Friday after Thanksgiving, bought and sold. And this is this is how police brutality got started. This is where the policing started. Okay? White people coming over here taking land from native and I, I'm pretty sure that their ancestors were not calling themselves Americans. The 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 natives that were here. I'm pretty sure that they were not calling themselves Americans so I kind of feel kind of uncomfortable saying that but I don't know all the uh, native tribes of this country that were here before the pilgrims came over here Um, but um, you know that's that's where police brutality started way back then um the trail of tears um you know pilgrims came over here and tried to modernize the natives let's get them to believe in our religion let's convert them let's make them modernized and take their land and that's you know that's what they did Um. So that that is a form that was basically policing back then and brutality, and that has carried on throughout the history of time, and it's it's I just don't see an end in sight. You know, it would take you know executive orders out of the wazoo for for this to happen but i just don't see it happening so um moving on to the second segment excuse me can 2020 get any worse i hope not you know um anthony anthony fauci is saying no football i mean you want to see people really lose their mind don't have any football I mean, I would be upset, but 
you know, football is king in the southeast, so we got to have it. And um we'll see, man. Um I think they rushing this vaccine. I can't do it. Not gonna do it. So it is what it is. Um let's get on to the Florida State stuff, man. Cause I'm <laughs> the Florida State stuff actually makes me happy. Christian Ponder. What happened to Christian Ponder? Um, he's only 32 years old. He's from Dallas, Texas. He's married to Samantha Ponder. Ponder. Samantha Ponder. She works for ESPN. She does NFL, uh, the NFL show for ESPN. Um, drafted number 12 by the Minnesota Vikings. And, uh, let's see. In 2011 Um, Mediocre career He played three years with the Vikings Then he went to the Raiders, Broncos, and 49ers Um, I don't know man, he just didn't catch on I mean that's the easy That's the easy uh answer he just didn't catch on he was he was a pretty good quarterback at florida state i enjoyed watching him um very intelligent guy road scholar um but for whatever reason his football career just didn't it just didn't take off so um whatever he's doing now i wish him much 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 success he actually played four years at Florida State, and like I said, he was he was part of the reason um, we came back. He helped rebuild the program. Um, so much kudos to him because we probably don't win the national championship in 2013 if he doesn't uh, come to Florida State because he was the one that put. Drew Weatherford on the bench thank goodness and we got this program going in the right direction so um I wish him I wish him much success in his future endeavors uh EJ Manuel EJ Manuel he came after Christian Ponder he was the uh, benefactor of what Christian Ponder helped Bill um he didn't have a very successful career in the NFL. And, um, you know, it's kind of alarming that the Florida State quarterbacks, I mean, this guy's only 30 years old. He's two, year young, two years younger than Christian Ponder. And he didn't last long in the NFL. He played three seasons in Buffalo, one season with the Raiders, and... He got signed by Kansas City, but he was on the practice squad, and I guess they cut him. Big guy. He was a very good quarterback at Florida State. Um, he was definitely a big reason why we won that national championship in 2012. Um, 
He was there for four years. He left. I think he was a redshirt junior when he left. And um, he was the number, let's see here. He was the number 16 pick in the first round in 2013. Um, after he had that Orange Bowl victory against Northern Illinois. And he did, currently works for the ACC Network. Uh, breaking down ACC games. And he does a good job. So, you know. Just because you didn't, you were not a very successful NFL quarterback, you've gone on to be a very successful college football analyst, and I wish him much success in his future endeavors. Um, last on the list, Telvin Smith. He's in legal trouble. Um, charged with unlawful... Um, sexual activity with a minor. This is huge. Alright, um, he's only 29 years old, um, he went to jail back on April 29th, he was released on $50,000 bond, um, there's no court date listed, this was back on April 29th, so maybe there is a court date listed by now, I don't know, um, he had sex with a 17-year-old girl multiple times at his home, uh, in his vehicle in August and September, the girl told Smith the day they first met that she had recently turned 17 and a witness corroborated that according to the report. Alarming, very alarming, Telvin Smith. I thought you were better at decision making than this. Um, but obviously he's no longer in the league. Um, I hope that he can get through his legal trouble and just um, whatever, man. I, I can't be judgmental. I can't call him a bad guy. I, I just, if I was in that situation, I would definitely say no. <laughs> but, you know, some men are weak and they can't say no. But I'm not judgmental. Um but, I mean, if it's true that she told him she was 17 and he went on with it, then, you know, he deserves whatever he gets. But um, I just hope the truth comes out and he can rebound and whatever. If he did it, he deserves the punishment. If he didn't know, then I hope he can get through it and get back on track and get whatever, you know, semblance of his uh, career back on track, man. Um So that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Um, be safe. Be kind. Be courteous. Do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. And um, as always, go nose.